You're listening to Salon Frequency, a podcast for salon professionals that are revolutionizing the texture of salon culture. Welcome to another episode of Salon Frequency. I am, I'm feeling good. How you feeling, Frida? I feel good. Okay. I feel good. Parenting was ghetto this weekend, like I just told you, but um, outside of that, it's Monday. I woke up. I worked out today. I'm on a 77-week streak of working out. Wow. Yeah, according to Peloton. So That's amazing. Every day? Every day. That's amazing. Every day I do something. Every single day. I love that. Yeah. I, I didn't want to this morning. Yeah. I didn't want to this morning. I had an attitude this morning the whole time, but I feel good. <laughs> But I'm I glad you feel good. I had an attitude the entire time this morning. It, it be like that sometimes. Yeah, it, it be hard. like that sometimes. It was hard. Yeah, I didn't want to, but I did it. I'm I'm really trying to lean into this space of not having my self care feel like a task, and really having it be a part of my lifestyle. Mm-hmm. And so the times that I'm like, oh, I got to do this, I'm like, okay, you're making it a task. Yes, it's not a task. It shouldn't it's be a lifestyle. It is. Yeah, it is. This morning was a. This morning was very much a task. This morning when she had me doing something with my booty and it was supposed to be squeezed. And so I was laying there. I was laying there and I was looking at the screen and I was like, you're tripping. I'm not doing that. I don't even want to be here. And then I was done. Yeah. And then afterwards I was like, okay, well I did something. Yes. I did something. And you were, you were where you were. Like you honored where you were. And right. I- that's so, it's so important to acknowledge where you are and just do what you can with what you have. Yeah. If you only have capacity to do the laying on the floor, like, hey, just lay on the floor. At least you showed up. I did not have the capacity to do all the squats that she wanted to do. <laughs> I did not have the capacity to hold my squat in that position that long. And so while I technically did work out, if I'm going into the details... I did not do every single move. Yeah. And I think that clarification needs to stands out because I think sometimes we hear people talk about like, oh, I did this, I did that. And they just kind of glaze over it. But then when you really converse and you get into the nitty gritty, they're like, well, yeah, I did do that. But oh, I, I didn't that. go hard yeah, nonstop right? for the whole 40 minutes. Like it was definitely some minutes where I was just laying there, like contemplating the verities of life and just like looking around my basement like, Oh, the sun is out earlier than it normally is. So I worked out this morning. And I love it. I love it. I mean, I love your point too. I was just speaking to somebody, speaking to another entrepreneur this weekend about just starting where you are and Mm -hmm. not making it perfect. Not making it perfect. Like, And I spent the weekend, pivoting real quick, spent the weekend with a meetup on Saturday. Went to a meetup. Wonderful. For the morning meetup. Okay. All entrepreneurs. What? When I tell you I'm sitting across the table from a guy that is that just made a hundred and thirty eight thousand dollars last month. Last month. Last Not month. Not last year. Last month. Huh. I was like, oh. Wow. It's possible. That is possible. And to hear him asking me, like, how do you you did a you did a course? You did yeah. a digital product? And I'm like, yeah, you gotta do it and, and hyping him up. Yeah. And it's just like we need community community we need environments i heard a quote that said if a flower doesn't bloom are you going to blame the flower or the the soil soil? the environment i was like Mm. that's so real if i'm the flower don't blame me like it's not to say it's not my fault but like where am i there are other parts where am i rooted yeah what am i rooted in 
to get me to grow. So I'm trying to I'm trying to shift my soil. When right when now. you are around other soiled people, <laughs> and I think you know what I mean, like <laughs> it it to me you get inspired. Like if I'm around folks who are making $140,000 per month, yes. if I'm around people who are constantly challenging themselves, the Salon Frequency audience, if I'm around people who are always trying to level up, even if it's just 1% better, I feel like your soil can only be better, right? Because you're putting so much more into it. Yes. You see what the possibilities are when you sit across from somebody who says, I made $140,000 last month. Yes. At a minimum, you should be like, I can do that at least, I can get at least closer to that. Yes. Now that I've seen it in the flesh, this is an anecdotal. This is not something I'm reading on the social, on the internet. This is a person real live in front of me with actual receipts showing me what they did. And so now I'm like, oh, well, wait, that's what you did? Yeah. I can do that. But when you're not in community with people who are progressing and moving forward, even if it's just by 1%, I think it makes it harder to see the possibilities. A lot of the people who I, not a lot, but there are a good number of people in my life who have really, really dedicated fitness routines. So when I am conversing with them, it encourages me to be like, get up, yeah. get up. You can work out some more. Like you, she just told you about this great yoga class. She just, cause that's the other thing. It's not always that the next level has to be a half Ironman triathlon. Right. Like right. the next level might not be 140 grand, but it might be $2,000 more than you made last month. Okay. Which I'll take it. I'll take it. There are steps. There are levels. The power of one. You said 1% better. Right. right? If you make 1% more, 10% more, 100% more, right. then you've made or you do 1% more, 10% yes. more, 100% more than you've done. What do you think is going to happen? You think you're going to stay the same? You can't. Literally can't. You can't stay the same. And I don't want to stay the same. Like I, I was writing in my journal last night. And my husband, he knows you don't touch it. You don't look. <laughs> you, don't, it, you don't share? If, if it's on a dining room table, you don't even move it over. You what? just. It is It is not for public consumption. It's Interesting. yours. I do not mind. Hey, go in. My, read my thoughts. Although I will say this one time I was pissed and I wrote in my journal about yeah. my husband and he so happened to read it. Okay. He got mad at me. I was like, but I didn't tell you. Well, that's to read with that. But I didn't tell Proceed you to read it. You could read it. But proceed with caution. Don't take it personal. He wanted to know, which I thought was so interesting. You know, sometimes you have those those pillow talk conversations that are, you didn't know what's going to go there. Yeah. But he asked, he said, what exactly do you write? <laughs> and so I closed my book and I was like, well, it felt very much like an after school special. Right. He's like, well, I, I said, I just write my thoughts. I just write my thoughts. I write my feelings, my thoughts. Sometimes I write my dreams, my fears. Whatever is in my head. Yeah. I said, and for me, and he was like, and why do you, which I thought was a really good question. He said, why do you do it? I said, well, there are many reasons. I said, one of them is so much is always all often going on up here and writing it gets it out of there. Yes. It writing it, it speaking it, right. something, get it out. It's just, yes. and sometimes it's because I'm, it, it, sometimes it's rooted in frustration, right? And I, and I, I'm getting a headache. There's, there's so much going on. It's too much noise. Yeah. And so if I can get it on paper, it's, it quiets the noise. Sometimes it's just, I just need to get it all out because I'm not going to remember. Yes. And some of it is just, it's just a purge. It's just the end of the day. And then another thing that I like about it is I can then look back a year from now, two years from now, five years from now, and I'll see what I was dealing with, good, bad, or otherwise at Jan, you know, in early February, 2023. And now it's February, 2027. Right. 
And I'm like, oh, like that's what was that's what was vexing you like six years ago, five years ago. Like I've I've gone back. I used to do an entry, no less than at least on my birthday. And I would go back and read it. I remember one on my 25th birthday and what I wrote. And it was just like, wow, like that's what you were dealing with on your on the day that you turned 25. Like on your 25th solar return, those are the things that were on your mind. Those are things that were making you feel good, making you feel bad. I find that so interesting because it goes back to what we were just talking about, growth. Yes. I've never read an entry and thought I hadn't grown. Truly. Every time I go back and read an entry, whether it's six months, six years, 10 years, I smile because I'm I'm like, look at you all grown look up. Look at you out here growing. All out, just out here just growing and flowering and blooming. So can you imagine at 80 years old reading a journal entry from February 2023 wow. and you're 80? I had not even considered that possibility. And the things that you thought were earth shatteringly important today, this week, mm. this month, everything we talked about before we hit record, and now you're 80 years old and hopefully still journaling, hopefully still with the capacity to journal. And your grandchildren or some loving family, friend, whomever comes along. And you're like, look what I wrote when I was your age. That is why I write. Yeah. For my children. Yeah. For the people that's coming after me mm-hmm. to see. Till my book is out. My book is coming. It's, I, coming. it's on my heart. It's coming. Yes. But until that moment, if any were, anything were to happen to me. Yeah. You have oh for sure my my thoughts yes. my visions my perspective my wisdom yes on paper and prayerfully growth yeah. is there <laughs> lessons <Absolutely>. learned absolutely <laughs> we you know it's funny because as we're talking about growth when I think about being a stylist working in the salon industry and then ultimately as we always talk about raising the frequency and as stylists as salon professionals. A question came to me. I was reading something this weekend and a question came to me. And I was like, oh, this is going to be a good one. Ooh. Good one for Jocelyn, especially because this is a good segue as we were talking about growth and, and moving forward and doing things differently and, and ultimately better. The question is, what is something that you think you will always be bad at? <laughs> wow. <laughs> Oh, yeah, what that is, is something a good one. you think you'll always be bad at, Jocelyn? You, you know, that's... <laughs> I really... You know how, like, sometimes you see something or hear something and you, you want to finish the sentence? Yeah. I thought you were going to say, what is something you're always going to be good at? I, know. I was like, well, I know. this one. Well, I know. You said bad. I was like, oh, wait. Right. Wait. Because as much as we talk about growth <laughs> and wanting to grow, I, I do think that... So I, I just told Jocelyn I finished this book called The Happiness Project. And it was a really good book. I listened to it on audio. And one of the one section of the book, she talked about her her commandments, her commandments of life. I think she had 12 commandments that she wrote for herself. And the author's name is Gretchen Rubin. And so one of her commandments was always be Gretchen. Mm. And as you read the book and you see you you get to know this this person, the author, and what that means, she begins to tell you stories of things that happened where she had to accept, I don't want to do that. I don't like that. That does not resonate with me. And it took her back to her commandment, always be Gretchen. And so when I ask, what is something you think you'll always be bad at? I kind of tie it to, for me, always be Frida. Yeah. I mean, so hmm. without having that explanation, because I was, I was formulating (laughs) over here. But right, right. Where are you going to go with it? 
my immediate thought was playing. Yeah. I don't feel like I'm good at playing, just like free play. Mm-hmm. Like if we have the space to color or the paint, like it's some type of artistic something puzzle. Mm-hmm. I can do those, no problem. But my daughter's like, play. Yeah. Like, to what end? Like, so, how do we play? Like, can you explain it? Like, I'm very much Which is of, counter, uh, counter to play. Exactly. That you need the rules of play. Exactly. There are no rules. Exactly. Yeah. So play is something that I just... It, it truly stumps Jocelyn. Yeah. It yeah. stumps me. I just... You just want to aimlessly just yeah. wander, yeah, my little that, Pisces? Yeah. I don't, yes, I don't understand. Right. She just wants to play. So play, and if I'm tying it back to being in the salon space Mm -hmm. for me play is to do things on a whim to be just i have no idea how it's gonna go i'm just gonna try and figure it out yeah i need to see an example i need to see a possibility i need to i need a fraction of a seed Mm -hmm. and i can i can grow with it okay but to just play i don't know but that to me mm. ties that that might be a always be Jocelyn thing, yes. right? Mm. Like, and and Jocelyn is such that play, not really a Jocelyn thing. Yeah, I need I need rules, and I and I can shatter the rules, but I need. Yeah. Do you want it to be? What do you want to become a a a, a playful a player <laughs> or a playful Play- person? It- right. I, I do want to be I asked my daughter, this was funny, I forget, I feel like I was reading The Art of Self-Compassion, okay. phenomenal book, great book, and they talked about having a play coach, like a playful coach. That's also in the Yamas and Nayamas. Yes. Her granddaughter, she, I think she she hired her for a summer and to I be asked, her play coach. I asked my daughter to do that for me. And she, at one point, took it really seriously. And she was like, Mom, you said you wanted to play. And I'm just like, I know, but <laughs> this, this is work, this, baby. This is, this is, a, it's taking a lot for me. So it is something I aspire to. Mm-hmm. But the ways in which she plays, and mm-hmm. I, she's my, she's my person for that. I'm yeah. just, I don't, I don't know if I'm going to get there. Play <laughs> is hard. Play can be difficult, especially as a parent, because I think there's conflicting advice on, you have the camp that's, oh, you got to cherish these moments and they won't be this age forever. And then you also have the camp that's like, listen, if you don't find joy in it, it won't be joyful for you or for them. I'm going that way. Same. <laughs> Same. I don't want to, I don't want to play that game. I want to play. There are things I will do. Yeah. And there are things where I'm like, mm, yeah, I want to do that. Yeah. That does not resonate with me. And it's probably not going to be fun because mommy really doesn't want to do it. Truly. And it's... I- same with the salon mm-hmm. because as I was getting started in the industry, we had different hairstyles, mm-hmm. different trends, and it's like okay, well, like I could do that, like you know, I got got yeah. some of the skills, and I would do it, and people would say like, oh, Jocelyn did this, and they other people would try to book with me mm-hmm. for that. I didn't, I didn't find joy in it. I don't want to do that. Yeah. So it's like I could do it, but I don't want to, and it's okay to not do that. Yes. Right. It's like I was playing then. Yeah. No, nah, I'm not. I'm not playing anymore because I don't right. like it. <laughs> How about you? What is something that you will always be bad at? Or you think you'll always be bad at? Uh, I think that I am easily distracted. Mm. I'm easily distracted, and I have there are, because I want to do so much. 
there are times where I know that I have to be laser focused and I can physically feel it in my body, the distraction wanting to like, it feels like it's a little monster that's just trying to just claw its way out. (laughs) It's like a bad 80s horror flick where it's a monster just trying to crawl out of me. I can get easily, it's, it's like, what was the movie up with it where the dog is like squirrel yeah squirrel. like <laughs> i i can get very easily distracted and so i have to work really hard and sometimes it's uncomfortable mm-hmm. how focused i have to be on something now there are things where focus comes naturally i don't have to i don't have to make myself focus i don't have to put my phone on do not disturb i don't i just i do it i'm in the zone but there are tasks so particularly associated with work where I, I mean, I physically will sit on my hands Wow! because I know that I, I'm going to get distracted or for being honest, I want to get distracted. Yeah. It's probably also because I'm doing something I don't really want to be doing. Yeah. So the distraction is naturally, I'm more inclined to give in to being distracted because I don't really want to be doing this thing anyway, yes. but it is something I need to do to move the needle forward until maybe I can outsource that thing. So for me, distractions, I'm, I'm very easily distracted. Mm. It's very easily, I, it's not easy for someone else to distract me. Yeah. So that isn't the issue so much as my own distraction, yeah. right? My thoughts will, meditation has helped with that. Yeah. Bringing myself back necessary. to, and when I first started meditating, I think I thought like a lot of people, I was bad at it yeah. because monkey brain, like all over the place. And then with time, I learned how to either let those thoughts come and maybe explore those, or I would say to myself, nope, not interested, not interested. Nope, mm-hmm. we're coming back here. We're coming back to our breathing. We're coming back to our breath. So I know that I am. I can be easily distracted by my own thoughts. Yes. And I am hard on myself about that sometimes. Cause like you could do so much more if you weren't distracted, but always be Frida. Always be Frida. If Frida is easily distracted, then I will put tools in place to lessen that. But in the warmer months, Sometimes I'll give in to the distraction. Yeah. Like, I'm going to go for a walk. Yeah. Just go for a walk. Maybe yeah. that's what my brain needs right now. I mean, I I had to tell my son this today. Like, what is for you, what is for Frida, mm-hmm. will not pass you. Right. So even if you have to take that walk or you have to, mm-hmm. you know, give in to the distraction for a time, whatever the opportunity was, whatever yeah. the goal was, it's not going to pass you if it's for you. It's just a gentle reminder to anybody. It's whatever is your destiny whatever is for you what is it's the law of compensation yeah like it is already yours you've already earned it mm-hmm. it's just now you're taking the steps yes. to get to what is already yours just lean into that and not feeling bad that's the other thing i have to yeah. tell myself when i when i acknowledge the things about myself that are not quite what i want them to be yeah. like because like you as well I'm, I'm not i am not as playful I, I would argue that I'm not as playful as I would like to be, but then I would also caution myself to say, do I really want to be more yeah. playful? Because I think sometimes yeah. there are things where I'll hear that somebody has ran a marathon. I give that, use that example for myself. I'm like, I wish I wanted to. <laughs> I wish I wanted to. As much as I love to work out, there's a there's a part of me that does want to. And there's a part of me that's like, girl, hell no. I want to do that. Just, just run for hours. Just be running out here in these streets. My I husband got one coming up. I'm just like I'm amazed. He ran 11 I miles am. for breakfast. Who did? My husband. Just just yesterday. Because. Oh, look at just that. See? 11 miles. And for so no, I would hear that. No like, I want to. I want to be out in these streets just running. No, you don't. <laughs> no, you do not. Like it's a lot. It's it sounds. 
I'm so success oriented that the minute I hear something successful, I'll be like, oh, I want that. And then when I stop and think about it, no, you don't. No, you do not. You do not want that. But I'm quick to hear it. And my brain will be like, oh, we want that too. We want that. We want to start running half marathons. We want to start running 11 miles every morning. I don't. No. But see, know thyself, right? You got it. Right. Know thyself. And then not subsequently making myself feel bad about the things. Because I I know that I am guilty of that. Like, I'll get the distraction. I'll have the moment where I'm not feeling playful. And then I'll feel bad. Like, oh, you should be more playful. You should be more focused. You should be less distracted. No, girl, you, you should just do all that. No, no. just be who you. You've been doing fine just far. Yes. So far, you've been on just fine. You gonna be all right. <laughs> you gonna be all right, like <laughs> you are going to be fine. You're going to be fine because I think acknowledging the thing is what reassures me that I'm going to be fine. I'm not in the dark about it. I'm not clueless. I'm not like, nobody's talking about it. I'm always hyper-focused. I'm always playful. It's getting that no, that not. that thought, that mindset out, right? Right. So that you can acknowledge it. That's the thing. That is really the thing. It's like your mind will tell you stories and oh, make yeah. up things. And it's just like- she got a lot not, to say. A lot to say. I'm just like, who are you? Would you- Shh. Hush your mouth. Right? Yes. That's not even true. That's not even true. I- I just started talking to myself, like, out loud. Like, yeah. I have to... That's not true. No, Why right. would you even say that? Right. Nope. Mm-mm. <laughs> Who told you that? Who told like, you that? please get out of the streets, because that's not... Filling in the blank, making up stories, having a... Con- what I told my son the other day, conversations of one. You having a whole conversation in your head by yourself. Check your ego. All wrong. All loud wrong. Loud and wrong. Okay, loud yeah. and wrong. Sometimes in my mind, I'd be like, sis, you had a lot to say. <laughs> you had a lot to say. <laughs> Nobody was talking to you. Mind your business. Has nothing to do with you. And then sometimes I'll probably be like, okay, I'll be quiet. <laughs> and the other time she'll be like, actually, I got a lot to say. All right? And you about to hear me, okay? <laughs> you going to hear me. You going to hear me. So, Frida, with all that being said, your yes. mind is doing all the things. Mm-hmm. You are wanting to invite in more success into yes. your space. How have you been challenging yourself lately? Like, what's been a challenge I have been challenging myself to be okay with being uncomfortable. I have decided to grow the team at the salon. That there is discomfort in that because you can only do so much vetting. Yeah. Right. You can only ask so many questions. You can only have so many video chats and conversations and in-persons before you just have to see, is this going to work? Yeah. And that is scary because it is very much unknown. You can't, you, you don't know 100%. Like, you can go in your gut and you can vet the person. You have a team of people to vet people. But at the end of the day, you do not know if the person that you're bringing on is going to be a great fit. Yeah. So that leaves me with some discomfort. The salon is shifting in terms of the space that we're in. I'm working with an attorney for the first time for some contract negotiations. I've never done that before. Yeah. So that is scary. My business is shifting in great ways, but it's shifting in ways that is requ- that are requiring me to step out of my comfort zone. Yeah. And another reason why sometimes I literally have to sit on my hands because sitting in the discomfort, I know that that is where growth occurs, mm. but I also know it is remarkably uncomfortable 
And as humans, we don't want to be on, on purpose. We don't gr- we don't go towards right. discomfort. Like I'm out yeah. here choosing the discomfort. Right. I'm like, let's get a bigger team. Let's move into a bigger. Like, let's do all the things that make me that make my heart race and like give me a headache and let let let's do those things and see where we land. Let's let's open up the salon hours to see more clientele, which leaves room for more adjustments and more customer needs. Let's do all the things that leave us uncomfortable. That is hard. Yeah. It's hard. It's vulnerable. It's scary. But I know that growth occurs when I'm in that space. And so yeah. I'm also, you know, two things can be true at once. I can be scared. I read a book called, uh, I forget the name of it, Untamed. Mm. Untamed. Really good book. And she used a phrase called scarcity. Which is to scarcity. be scared and excited at the same time. Mm, scarcity. So I'm scarcited or scarcity. I'm, I am in that space. <laughs> I'm scarcited where I am equally scared and excited about what is happening in my business and also uncomfortable, but still excited. Yeah. What about that, you? That, that you're courageous. That's I like courage. that. You're I'll courageous. take that. It, yeah. it, it, yes. You're scared, but doing it anyway. Yes, that does require a level of courage. Yeah. And if I am knowing myself, I do know myself. I do know that I am courageous. Yes. And so I am being courageous by allowing myself to be scared. Yeah. You're being Frida. Always be Frida. Always be Frida. What about Jocelyn? Hey, I'm challenging myself to make more offers. Okay. To... Open myself up to the abundance and prosperity in this industry mm-hmm. that is not necessarily from being behind the chair. Mm-hmm. Like I'm very much, very much leaning into education, being an educator in this space. Mm-hmm. So making more offers with my training program, my holistic lactation training program, yes. which I just trademarked. Congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. Thank Round you. That was, ooh, that was a, no, I won't say sleepless night, but it took some of my sleep. Yes. But it was necessary. Um, and also, I'm, I have yet to do this, but it's on my to-do list mm-hmm. to reach out to cosmetology schools with my curriculum for mm-hmm. hair locking. Yes. So my heart, I spoke to someone recently about it and I was like, okay, God, I hear you. Like, you gotta just, I gotta push past that fear yeah. to make the offer. Yeah. So I'm inviting more offers and that feels mm-hmm. very scary, very much outside of my norm day to day. I usually can just kind of, I don't say hi behind my computer, but I'm yeah. your digital lactation, right? right? Now I got to put my stuff out there, life. right? Not not even physical. It's it's a, now I got to be a, educa- a lactation to many yes. in, in yes. school, yeah. right? So yeah, that's it feels challenging. You know what's weird listening to you that I can hear that. And I and I'm already like, like when the camera's like, let's do it. What are we doing? Like, do you who are we reaching out to? What schools are we making a list of schools? Are we my where I went to cosmetology school? Where you went to cosmetology school? Where this person went? Like, it feels so easy to encourage and then to support what somebody else says makes them uncomfortable, right? Isn't that weird? But then if 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 say that were my ambition, I would feel the same way you do, right? And I'll be sitting here like. Uh, I don't know. I'm scared. I'm nervous. That's, I know I need to do it. I want to do it and I will do it. But right now it's just, it's a lot. And, I'm, and, and there are these feelings and all that. And then you would be like, so Frida, what's the problem? 
Exactly. Here's matter of fact, here's the phone number to the director of admissions for where I went to school. She's a really nice lady. Give her a call. She's a sweetheart. She'll probably have you coming next week. Like boom, 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 done. <laughs> yeah. It's so much easier for us to, but that goes back to our earlier conversation about the soil, right? Yes. I was supposed to say the environment. It goes back to the, the environment. environment. It really Having does. Having people around you who will say, let's do it. Yes. Come on. Here's like, the next step. Here's Let the next go. step. When I see you next week, let's, I want you mm-hmm. to be able to say, I've done X, I've done. So recently we started to offer retail in the salon. I've been needing to offer retail for forever, right? Like, I feel like, I want to say that that is Salon 101. Yeah. But it really isn't because I think sometimes you do have to build up to certain things. And there is some paperwork, some some tax paperwork that is required to have that in place. But once you have that, it's easy peasy lemon squeezy, as my children would say. (laughs) So the point I want to make is I was talking to a client who's also a stylist. She was talking about offering retail. And so I said to her, this was a couple months ago, not that long ago. I said, bet, I see her every three weeks. And I said, when I see you in three weeks, let's both agree that we will have decided on specifically what retail we will carry. Like, will it be everything we use? Will it be some of what we use? Will it be some other products that are like salon adjacent? Maybe not the shampoos we use, but maybe hair jewelry or or, or whatever, hair brushes. She's a barber. She's like, great, let's do it. When I saw her in three weeks, I had everything set up. Yes. And I know for me... It was the accountability. It's accountability. It was it that I was in community with somebody who was like, you know what? You're right. Let's do it. Like, let's stop making this into a big production and let's just do it. You know who you know how to get it wholesale. You have your sales and use tax license. You have everything in order. We have to do a whole podcast about like do. stuff in Retail, order because yes. I will say when you have certain things in order, it does make taken. You have your training set up. Yeah. So now when you present it, it's not like I got to create a whole. Right. I got to go get ready. Yeah. Right, I got to get ready. You're yeah, ready. Yes, right. You're yeah. ready. Well, they say if you stay ready, you never have to get ready. But my point is that soil, right, that I was in community with somebody who's in a similar space who could hold me accountable. And not like she going to beat me up if I didn't have it done. Yeah. But just to say in three weeks, bet, let's get this done. That is why I think it's so important when you're going to meetups, when you're talking to other people, because it keeps you connected to your goals and it keeps you laser focused on them and it allows you to grow. So then I can say, no pressure in a couple of weeks. Hey, how's it going with X, Y, Z? Yeah. And then maybe there'll be a report of, oh, I had a meeting with X. Or maybe it, maybe you won't say that. Yeah. But it might at least trigger you to be like, you know what? I did say I, I wanted to have that, that wrapped up in Q1 or Q2. I want to take this a step further. Here we go. Just, 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 let's just drill it down just a little bit. Okay. For anyone that can hear the sound of our voice as you are making strides to not necessarily stay with doing whatever you're bad at. Mm -hmm. Maybe you're leaning into doing what you're good at or leaning into what's challenging you. I would say I totally agree with you. Accountability, community, environment is super necessary. Mm -hmm. First step, though, is being accountable to yourself. Mm -hmm. And becoming a person that does not lie to themselves. Because what I've learned is that when it's okay for you to lie to yourself and you say, you know what, I'll work out this morning. And then you wake up in the morning, it's like, no, I'm not working out. You're lying to yourself. Yeah. And so it becomes difficult for someone outside of you to hold you accountable because you're already comfortable with lying to you. Mm -hmm. So 
do your best to set tangible goals, objectives, small wins, small successes that you can affirm and do and make them true so that when you get in community, when you get in spaces with people that will hold you accountable, they see you as somebody who is also accountable Yeah. versus going into spaces where someone's holding you accountable and you're always like, oh, I didn't do that. I didn't do that. Right. And they're asking you like, how, how's this going? And then they end up not checking back in because it's yeah. like, what you're are you not, really doing? Yeah, you're not going to do. And, and it does make you wonder, well, if I'm checking in, are you checking in with yourself? Like, are you? Because yeah. at the end of the day, you don't owe me anything. I don't. I don't know. Maybe that's the people recovering people pleaser in me. It's just, <laughs> I, I don't want them to see me as somebody who's not accountable. Yeah. But you got to be doing something, you know? Like, maybe if I say in, in a few weeks or however much time elapsed between then now and then, how are things going with that? You may say, I actually haven't had much progress with that because I've just been swamped with getting the kids ready for the summer, yeah. right? Or, I don't know, doing more trainings or doing more with the... Po- like there, My point is, the response might be that I'm, I have not moved the needle forward with A, but I've been diving deep on B, C, and D. Yeah. So you're still moving Moving. forward and even though it wasn't the thing that we discussed you're still moving forward and then when i see you again you're like nope still haven't anything with a but i done check b off the list c is taken off and then at some point it's like um okay a seemed really important to you let's double back to a but my point is moving the needle forward in a way that is tangible and measurable that you yourself can look up and see the results i think sometimes we're just like randomly oh i'm just gonna do x and it's not a smart goal. It's just a, it's just there. It's just like, oh, I think I'm gonna work out. Okay, well, when are you gonna work out? Yeah. How often are you gonna work out? Like, let's set some real goals. Let's set some measurable, attainable, realistic goals. Let's put a timeline on it. And when you don't, you just out here willy nilly, like just hoping, just hoping and yeah, wishing, hoping and, and thinking wishing. and praying. This season, we are moving into doing action, completion, success, accountability team environment growth i feel like are all adjectives that i yeah just rip the right band-aid now. off movement like right? just do it Ooh, rip the band-aid rip off the movement. Band-aid. i love that you just gotta do it mm-hmm. sometimes i think we overthink it and then it never happens yeah i know i have some stuff on my to-do list that i'm like since you've been thinking about that for about four or five years <laughs> what are you doing what are you doing Legit. What, what, and to that point what are you guys doing Ooh, i've seen that yes please let us know head over to apple Podcasts or below if you're watching us on youtube write it in the comments what are you doing to move your needle forward mm-hmm. and head over to apple Podcasts and write a review five star review let us know how we're doing yeah how do you like having salon frequency a part of your daily weekly accountability, Mm -hmm. encouragement, motivation. And uh, with that, make sure you follow us at Salon Frequency and... It's free to round. I love it. (laughs) Thank you so much for listening and we'll talk to you next week. Peace.